0: what is going on everybody welcome back to the flipping the script within you podcast i am your host as always josiah sanchez and if you are a returning listener i appreciate you for coming back and spending your valuable time listening to this and if you are new here you guys this is the podcast where i will show you so many different views on what is so often unexplained and just not talked about to allow you to break through you and into a better you in anywhere form through perspective now y'all this is one of them episodes i am not alone this afternoon i'm i'm here uh, accompanied by brianna montez brianna say hello hi and we are going to be getting into a few things she is a business owner of sweetest gems all right she is a single mother and we both kind of have a similar background in the fitness industry and this episode is really going to uh, encompass the idea and some of the practices that we have as far as owning a business running a business for her having a kid being able to manage all these things but still making time for herself valuing her time valuing herself worth, and making sure that she is good on all fronts but i'm gonna stop rambling and jambling right here uh, i'm gonna let her introduce herself so you can introduce us a little bit uh from the basics you can even go into kind of your story on what you know kind of led you to this space you can kind of give a little bit of background um we'll just kind of take the conversation from there
1: awesome awesome so hello everyone my name is brianna montez and i am 24 years old my birthday is actually next month um i will be turning 25 i am a single mom and i'm a business owner um i currently live in dallas texas moved from san antonio back in june i want to say like late june um and what brought me here was just i don't know dallas is so beautiful and i was just like i need i need something new like i need a change i love change i love to just you know i don't know just get out there and not be afraid and just you know
0: I'm the, ex- I'm the exact same way because like for, for someone like me like I'm weird I like I like routine but at a certain amount of time I'm just like okay I need something to shift I need something yes. to change here yeah and so I've been around San Antonio what area were you kind of around
1: so I was more in like the south side of town southeast area see I
0: got I'm very directionally challenged there I yeah. was uh I was more towards um not Castle Hills or Hollywood. Oh my Jesus, where is it? I was at like off 1604, and so I was around okay. more of, of like the newer area.
1: Yes, uh, maybe La Cantera, like that area.
0: Yes, around okay. around there. Yes, okay. and so I kind of get like the uh, the vibe of like you know what I want something new, and it's like wait, you were to- living out there? I was living out there for a little bit, yeah. Oh
1: wow, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, so I moved out there for the first time in 2020, uh, and it was a business opportunity that I had, and okay. you know, unfortunately, you know, things did not work out, so I had to move back home to Dallas. Um, February first of that following year, like it crumbled, it crashed. I had a town home out there.
1: Oh wow! And
0: that's a whole. Actually, anybody who's listening, the story time episode will tell you everything about that specific story. Um, mm-hmm. You and I can kind of talk a little more after the episode. Okay. Um, but tell me about that journey from moving from San Antonio to Dallas. What was that like? What was that feeling like? Um, was there a specific reason that maybe you wanted to move to Dallas for a, maybe a deeper purpose than just you know change scenery?
1: Yeah, I think that. You know san antonio was my hometown i grew up there that's all i knew um so i would come down to dallas to visit and every time i did i was just like it's it's just it's big it's beautiful like in san antonio it's like i love san antonio don't get me wrong Um, it's beautiful but um here i just felt like there was more room for growth more room for networking you know socializing there's a lot of um, just events going on here where you can socialize and just meet different people, share your business. Um, and of course, you know, moving down here was, it was a struggle at first. Um, and of course I'm still trying to, you know, get comfortable out here and, um, especially with my business because back in San Antonio, I mean, I grew up there. I knew, Mm -hmm. I knew a lot of people out there. So when I started my business out there, it was, it was great, you know, it was doing really well. And so I knew that coming down here, it was going to be a huge shift because I knew maybe three, four people out here. Yeah.
0: Fresh start.
1: Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take that risk because I know, you know, I saved some money, came down here, took that risk i knew that i was gonna have to start from the ground up with my business um but i don't know there was just something in me that i i just i wasn't i wasn't afraid i was more like excited for the change more than anything and i just knew that for me i i just knew that i was i was capable of it you know Mm -hmm. with everything that i've been through in life just Becoming a mom at a single at a becoming a mom at a young age and getting through that, getting through high school, getting through, you know, graduation and everything after that. It's like there's nothing I can't do, you know? And yeah, I'm gonna have my my doubts and throughout my journey and I'm there's gonna be times where, you know, fear will kinda kick in, but like that just it doesn't stop me from wanting to just go get it you
0: know so yes, i love that i love that so much and i love like for me like especially whenever i have the, these talks with people like i'll watch and i'll like i'll be able to see yeah. like the passion and the glow yeah. in your eyes from from things like this and it, it's an amazing thing it's, it's it's an amazing thing to see and that's why i love having these conversations and i really i really want to highlight on that idea of well not the idea of like uh, that part of your story where it's like you grew up in san antonio it was familiar uh, familiar to you and it mm-hmm. was like you see i like it here everything is here i know where everything's yes. at like i know my surroundings but there's this little inkling of what if I what if yes. what if i was in dallas what if that worked out as well uh-huh. and of course yeah, i was i think one of the biggest things with me is like i was so ready to, to get out of the house and so i was like i would always as we were kind of saying you know i i love routine but i also crave change Yeah. and so it's like getting away from your hometown is like we've all kind of heard it's like the cheat code because you're on your own and so you literally have no choice but to figure things out yeah you can always contact mom and dad yes. or things like that and mm-hmm. you know if if you're lucky enough then they can be there to support you mm-hmm. all right but at the end of the day you're on your own yeah right you gotta do your laundry you gotta pay yeah. the bills you gotta make mm-hmm. your bed in the morning you gotta yeah. do the dishes um and it's 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 empowering because it really shows you what you have and it's like you know a family's love is is one thing and i think it's a different type of love and trust in yourself whenever you can do that on your own and so what was i want to i want to hear a little bit about the process of when you first moved down here so you moved down here you made the leap obviously you still had your business right it was it was either off the ground or, or already established what was that first, let's say first month moving here, trying to become accustomed to everything? What was that like?
1: Yes. So before I came down here, um, I kind of like planned everything out. So I was kind of just like, let's see who I can, you know, network with out there. I did my research on, on Instagram and I was just like, okay, let me see how I can, you know, almost like if I was already living here, but I wasn't yet. So mm-hmm. it's was like, reach out to people as if I was already out here, you know? And I was like, let me see what I can do. Um, reached out to a few people. And so when I got down here, it was, it was almost as if I was like already here, like mentally and now like physically, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but what was it? I'm sorry. What?
0: <laughs> it was, it was, you know, the, it was, it was a process of once you were here, what was it like becoming familiarized with something that you never knew?
1: Yes. So I think it was more so kind of like how you said, you know, we, at the end of the day, like we do, we have our family, you know, we have our family to reach out to when we were needing help or anything. Um, but I knew that me coming down here was going to leave me at no choice, but being more responsible, mm-hmm. and that's what I want. Like that's what I wanted as a single mom. Like as a mom, it's like my nature to just want to be responsible. Want to be, you know, take that that step and kind of just like do it on my own, mm-hmm. figure it out. And not to say that it's not okay to not do it on your own. You know, it's always it's always good to have that that help. And if you have it and you're lucky enough to have that, I'm blessed enough to have that, mm-hmm. I feel like you know you know, take that and and don't take advantage of it, but just, you know, take that. And so for me, it was like, I just, I wanted to kind of just do it on my own and figure it out. And I knew that it was gonna be hard. Like I didn't come out here, yes, I was I was happy. And I was like, everything's gonna be fine. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be great. And, um, but of course, like I knew it was going to be difficult. I knew it was going to be hard, but I think that was my whole purpose of doing this. It was to get out here and to, um, just to give me that little like push, you know? And it, it did, it did because, you know, it's not, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, I moved out here and everything is great and fine fine. and dandy. (laughs) Yeah. My business is doing great and everything like that. Like, no, you know, it's, it's not gonna, it's not going to be what you like planned for it to be all the time. And, and that's kind of like the beauty of it, because those are the times where you're really tested. Mm -hmm. And like, those are the times where growth will really come through because you're like at a wall where you're just like, okay, like what shift do I have to make for this to work? Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm so comfortable with doing this, maybe doing this method it's like I can't do that here. Yeah. You know, I can't do I can't be comfortable here. Like I kind of I have I don't have that choice right now. I have to figure out, you know, what shift I'm gonna have to make for it to align, you know, with what I have and what's what's going to do well for me in the future, you know, so
0: that the, oh, there's so many parts i was just like i want to speak on yeah. this i want to speak on this i want to speak on this everything just kind of flowed perfect with what you were saying cuz it was like it seemed as if like as i was kind of watching you talk about it it was almost it looked like you were reliving it it was like you knew the things as you were speaking about it that you had to yeah. shift and i think one of the biggest things in there a few of the things right is it's not going to be easy no matter what it is and this goes beyond just owning a business creating a business this goes for anything and everything if you've never done something before like you can't jump in the water the first time and know how to swim yeah you got to kind of get your flow and you got to get your rhythm you got to figure out certain methods don't work you got to figure out you know maybe the dog paddle isn't the most effective as far as you know trying to float but you learn and you find these uh, these different routes and these different pathways to like, okay, this didn't work before, but let me kind of try this. This actually does work. Yeah. Because uh, obviously, as we grow, we cannot keep the same habits, the yeah. same tendencies, the same um, behaviors that worked at one point. As we're growing, because the point of growing is you outgrow things. Yeah. Right. And I think a big thing with that is, you know, expressing that it is going to be hard. It is not an easy thing. And but I think. There's beauty in that because aren't you at least curious to see what you're made of? Yeah. All right. Like, can't yeah. you just be just a little bit interested and, in, you know, drawn towards, well, what can I accomplish on my yeah. own? And so the fact that you were able to make that leap like that, because when I made it in 2020, like I was like, okay, I'm prepared to leave all my friends behind. I'm the farthest away from help or family Mm -hmm. ever like i'm four plus hours away like i have to figure it out yeah and having to do that and then still like it's a hard thing because like you're so set on you know i gotta push through i gotta grind it out i gotta Mm -hmm. hustle i gotta do all this stuff And I think where a lot of people get like people misconstrued it is, oh, well, if I had to to do this to get to this point, point, then that's how it's always got to be, I don't got to focus on myself because there's all these things I'm trying to get to. Mm -hmm. And I want to dig into that a little bit. And we're going to kind of ease into that through that with, you know, with like break uh, in between what I'm about to ask. But we Mm -hmm. spoke a lot about fitness, right? We were doing voice memos back and forth. And we we went on a tangent (laughs) on voice memos. We really did. And so we... If you guys have kind of listened to some of my story on here just kind of have followed me for a while i was in fit uh, i was a bodybuilder from 2016 to about 2018 um competed in three shows did my shows and then it was like i had lost so much of myself through just trying to look good you know have the sex appeal have what people like to see and it's like i had everything but i had nothing at the same time Mm -hmm. i had what what other people by societal standards were like oh dude i want that. want that yeah like alpha male he's big you know he's got tattoos he's competed Oh, he's, he's got to have it all i had nothing yeah. and so i want to know the process of when you started recognizing you know what and again guys this is all going to tie into to one another mm-hmm. um when you were when, when you recognize maybe there's more to me than just the gym yeah or there's more to life than just squatting or doing you know curls or whichever like i want to know what that process was for you coming to that realization
1: yeah so Okay, so I started my fitness journey back in 2018. And I feel like, you know, going into that field, it's all about where your where your mentality is. Like, what are you doing this for? Are mm-hmm. you doing this and this is for anyone who, you know, wants to get into it or anyone, I mean, who're probably familiar with this. Um But you have to know, you know, why you're doing this. Are you doing this for yourself? Are you doing this for other people? Are you doing this because you want to have a certain physique? You want to, you know, look a certain way. But is it for the right reasons as far as like, you know, loving yourself through the journey? Loving yourself at all stages? Because I think what a lot of people don't understand is you're not, you know, you're not going to, it's not going to be up, up, up all the time. You know, your physique is not it it's bound for you to you know you're gonna have your days where you might take a break for a little bit and then what happens after that are you gonna be fine with how you look like are you gonna be fine when you're you know getting a little soft or i don't know whatever your goal is and whatever is i mean quote-unquote like not good enough for you like Mm -hmm. you know um but i think for me going into it when i first started it was it was kind of more for, um, for looks for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to look a certain way. I, um, yeah. And so when I, when I went into fitness, like, okay, when I tell you, like I, <laughs> I am, and I have always just been the type of person that when I do something, like I want to be good at it, mm-hmm. and I and I will work hard for it, you know. So when I got into fitness, like I gave my all, and I like I really did, and
0: no sacrifices, no whatsoever, like no. everything's to this. I feel that, yeah, to
1: the teeth. And um, so throughout my journey. You know there was and that's where i had gained and learned self-love um because obviously like you don't you don't have that overnight and that's something that you don't just you're not born with you know you're, you're not born to it. just yeah and maybe as kids yeah we don't really we're <laughs> you know we don't really know but once you start getting older and once you start what society says you have to look like or be like to be beautiful or whatever it is um it's just i'm sorry i'm like <laughs> my mind is just everywhere no, right that, now I'm i want to kinda... go into this and that, and that Uh where was i i'm sorry you
0: were i mean it's <laughs> and i'll, I'll kind of like uh what's the word i'm looking for oh my gosh I'm running just went out the window uh i'll kind of like incorporate this in there too you know it's The gym is something that, yes, it requires patience. Yes, it it gives you that sense of self-love because it's like, you know, I'm doing something for myself. And as you said, whether it's to look good, whether it's for your uh, actual betterment of like overall health or whether it's to, you know, prove that guy or girl in your relationship wrong or whatever it is. or You know, I'm trying to prove the haters wrong. It's like when you... Go into something like that. It's, it's it's very important to figure out what is it going to do for you. you. If yes. you take out every variable and every single person externally, and you bring it back to you, you'll realize. And I'm gonna kind of pepper this in there a little bit. You'll realize you really don't need as much of the gym as you think you do. Mm-hmm. The gym is a good escape. It is a mm-hmm. good place to focus on a different part of yourself and allow the world to kind of be shut off for a little. Bit. Yeah. And you know a good point that you made is, if you cannot Go to the gym and or or if you if you can't take a break from from the gym for a week and be okay with it, be okay with how you look, mm-hmm. you may need to take a look at some of your goals yes. because you're yes. you're you're going strictly for the look. Mm-hmm. You could have the health, you could have yeah. the cardiovascular and all these physiological, you know, things that are bettering from, mm-hmm. from the gym, but because you don't look yeah. good, you know, that could be a little bit of like, okay, what, what exactly am I doing? It's so yeah. like, yeah, I want to look good and I do look good, but yeah. it's only been a week. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, okay, so then that body dysmorphia kind of kicks in. It's just like, uh, and yeah. I think body dysmorphia is like There's a different That's, conversation
1: yeah, for sure this and is a
0: different conversation there.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, some people They I mean, it's not it's not wrong For someone to want to look good. No, like I'm not saying that either, you know, and, and of course I'm not you're not saying that either like we're saying that it's okay, but are you mentally okay you know are you mentally in a in a place where you accept yourself at all stages you know of your fitness journey and i think that that's something that i had to take a step back from because i knew that it was consuming me in a in a not so good way and i was so worried about you know i would i would miss out on when i tell you like i would miss out on so many things because i was so focused on no, because I'm gonna eat something bad and then I'm gonna feel terrible after and then oh gosh, I'm gonna look bloated, right and then I'm gonna <laughs> you're <calling me> out. <laughs> No, but seriously, like that's how I was. Like I missed out on so many, you know, friend gatherings, family gatherings, friend like brunch and dinners and like and it was all just because I was I was just so focused on the wrong thing from for me, mm-hmm. you know, for me. And, um, so, like I said, I had to take a step back and I had to ask myself, like, what, why, okay, why did I get into this? did i that did I do this? Because I wanted to see, like, test my limits. Did I do this because I want to look good, feel good, you know, but but internally be good, too, you know. And um, but that wasn't like that wasn't the case. Like I knew, that i did it for other reasons and it just it ended up just taking a toll on my body to a point where i was like i don't want to do this anymore yep it's almost like i
0: don't want to go to the gym anymore no yeah it becomes a very toxic relationship almost yeah because it's like i can't like it's almost like i don't want to go sometimes but because i'm going to feel bad i'm going to beat myself up for not not going because i'm not going to look good now i'm going to force myself to go yeah and it's only going to build it worse and now it's like it's it's a bad and it's a very toxic relationship it is
1: and i feel like there's so many people that go through it you know through the same situations and whether or not like they can take a step back and see it for what it what they are mentally going into it as like Mm -hmm. i would say um or not like i i feel like a lot of people do go through that you know but
0: it's, and, and, and that's a barrier that I went through as well because it was like, I don't know if you and I had spoken about it whenever we sent a montage of voice memos, yeah. um, but I couldn't go into the gym without having an anxiety attack. And, you know, people say showing up is half the battle. Honestly,
1: not if you're, I, not would, I wouldn't even,
0: I wouldn't even put a percentage on the battle. Like going yeah. in and if, Go in, get your workout done, and leave. If you go in and your head is not there and you feel like it's not the best thing to do, walk out. Yeah, if I and that's okay. Exactly. Like, if I would have pushed through or just, you know, grinded it out like all these people say, like, it would have made my anxiety worse. It would have made mm-hmm. my frustration and stress externally yeah. worse. And it's like, I needed ways to outside of the gym be able Mm -hmm. to relieve some of these things it was like there are things that are bothering me that the gym is just not going to solve like the gym is not going to solve some of my traumas or Mm -hmm. some of my experiences like that is all that is all me it can expose me to something different but even sometimes like a good drive will do that yeah and i think a big thing and we'll we're going to like connect this to a few things as well it's realizing what you're going into something for yeah and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be necessarily just the gym it's just something that really could it really resonated with with brianna and i but it's like what are the things that you do from the gym to your job to your career to your habits and tendencies like what exactly are you doing it for are you doing it because you feel you have to based on society's norms mm-hmm. or is it because it's something that truly reflects you
1: yeah and it ma- makes you happy
0: it makes you happy yeah. and it fulfills you it gives you meaning and purpose yeah. And I think we're putting a huge weight on it that I feel doesn't need to be there. No,
1: you don't have to have a bad relationship with the gym or with, you know, fitness. I think that, and that's why for me, I know that when I'm, my next step going back into fitness, because I, I do plan on, you know, living a better, a healthier lifestyle, but I'm gonna go into it with a much better mindset. Like I'm gonna be happy in it. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not going back to my old ways and I refuse. And, and if I even just for a moment, have like any of those thoughts, no. Brianna, what are you doing? No. <laughs> Snap that <laughs> to like yourself, come on, come Seriously. on. Then. But it's just to say like, you know, there's nothing wrong with, um, wanting to look good wanting to feel good I think that is amazing and I think it's I think it's amazing that people can have that drive have that discipline have that I mean it's really not motivation but (laughs) it's discipline and if you have that I think that is amazing like I think you are one of the strongest people you know in this in this world just because you have that discipline and not everybody does you know so anyone who is listening right now and if you do have that and you are walking with a you know healthy mindset you're amazing like i'm gonna give you that
0: <laughs> Ma- major props and and, and 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 as you said it's being able to you know check in with yourself almost mm-hmm. and i think a big thing that i love talking about is like balance is impossible Right, balance is simply—it's a consistent up and down teeter totter type of deal where it's just taking, take and give. Mm -hmm. Where can I take away time here, or or where can I add time here? So, okay, I've I've been to the gym. You know, I haven't taken a rest day from the gym like a week and a half. Okay, let me take away yeah and kind of give back to myself for every every few days. And it's—and I think that that goes again, like for everything. Yeah, where where can I truly give right now? Where can Mm -hmm. I authentically give, and where is? My so where's Cut, my failed, yeah. yeah. Where is where's is my well being being uh-huh. nurtured because yeah. that's put on the back burner. I'm like, I'll wait until until my next off day, yeah. It's been four weeks and mm-hmm. you haven't had an mm-hmm. off day or like a day where you can actually relax. And that's and that's why I truly tell people like when you can gauge and almost ask yourself, like, you know what, how am I feeling right now? And mm-hmm. do I have you know, it's been a very long day, it's been very stressful. Like, I know I should go to the gym, but. I got all this other stuff that I kinda wanna do, I honestly just wanna relax, okay, relax. Yeah. Or, hey, I wanna go to the gym, go to the gym. Yeah. Or, hey, I wanna, you know what, like and help don't you.
1: force it on yourself. Don't, yeah. don't
0: force it, let it flow. Like, yes. do something because you want to, yeah. not because you feel like you have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> jinx, <laughs> <laughs> um, But um, I really want to tie that in to really getting into, I guess, the main basis of, of this episode here, which is being able to find that, Balanced imbalance with how our lives are within this specific uh, time in our lives. I like to call it court, uh, current coordinates. Like right here, right now. How do you take care of yourself? How do you do everything? Uh, so we're actually going to take a quick break, and we are going to come back um, in quite in in a second. Jeez. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Uh, once again, I'm here with Bri- uh, Brianna Montez. And within the second half, I really want to uh, kind of pick your brain a little bit. I really want to see, you know, obviously, being a single mom, being a business owner, we've kind of gotten into your process of taking uncomfortable leaps to recognizing that your self love and your self worth and your well being can go beyond just the existential and external looks and everything. And so now with being a business owner and a single mom, I really wanna know, and I think people on here really could could use it to, to hear, and almost as reassurance is, We all have busy lives we have our job we have errands we have our day-to-day needs right and we typically put off our wants and our our desires and the things that can truly light a spark in us to either feel good feel excited feel curious feel interested you know just make us feel in in a higher beat than just the everyday routine and normalization of it all so i really want to know And you can even go into detail as much uh, or as little as you choose to with this. But with having a kid, like where where does your time fall within having a business and a kid? Where does where does Brianna time sit?
1: Yeah. So, okay. so, you know, obviously things change when you have a kid. Um, Your priorities change. And I feel like for me, when I first had Ethan, I remember telling myself, like, I will feel so bad if I do this for myself. Like, I will feel so bad. I will feel like a terrible parent, Mm -hmm. you know? And I, within time, I had to snap myself out of it. I've even had friends who had to snap me out of it. Like, Brianna, you are doing great. You need to make time for yourself. Like, that is the only way that that you will be happy. And... I truly now I truly believe that making time for yourself and also putting yourself as a priority is uh, 100% the healthiest thing you can do as a as a mom, because you get to show up as your best self for your kids. A lot of times, you know, parents and and parenting is hard. It is, um, but a lot of times, you know, any frustration that parents might have coming home from work. It's a bad day at work. It's a bad day, you know, with whatever they can put that onto their kids. And Mm -hmm. I feel like when you, rather than like, you know, let's just say like your parents come home from work and they had an amazing day at work. Mm -hmm. How are they going to treat you? Probably amazing.
0: They're probably going (laughs) to, Oh my gosh, I feel like they love me a little bit more today. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's just, it's so true that, you know, putting time for yourself and doing the things that make you happy will make, will help you show up as your best self for your kids. And I had to learn that in time. I had to stop making, I had to stop feeling bad for, you know, putting myself first and doing the things that made me happy. And knowing that just because I did that didn't mean that I was a terrible parent, you know? It didn't mean that I don't care about my son. I don't put him first. Like, I do put him first. I, you know, I do. I just, I feel like I have to do what makes me happy in order to, you know, be a, I guess, like a healthier parent, you know what I mean? A healthier mom and to show up to to him as what I mean, what I would say is like a fun, goofy, just like a fun mom, you yeah. know. And I i mean, I think I'm a fun mom. I don't know.
0: I think I don't care what anybody else says.
1: I think I'm great. <laughs> I think I'm. I know you know. I I I know I'm an amazing mom, and it's it's. I feel so happy that I can even just say that right now because I know if I would have back then if you would have asked me I probably would have been like um I don't know like yeah I don't know if I'm a good mom questioning like, yourself always. you know questioning myself but when you start to put yourself first and you do things that make you happy you're just like no like I'm happy and I'm gonna bring that to my kids you know
0: and oh my god and there's so many excellent points there because you know I'm not a parent yet although I really do want to be, and I'm excited to be a dad one day. I think I'm gonna be a cool dad. I got, yeah. dad, I got dad jokes on my <laughs> sleeve for, for years, listen. And I think a big thing with that is, you know, and again, you can correct me if I'm wrong, right? This is like podcasts like this, different views are always welcome. And if I'm wrong, I would, have, I would love to be wrong, right? But I personally believe that when it comes to being a parent, both for men and women, right? If you are having to put a mask of happiness on, or if you're having to put a mask of presence on, knowing your mind and your heart are somewhere else, I feel like your kid can feel that.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: I feel I like they that. can tell like this doesn't really feel like Genuine. whether, Yeah, Genuine. whether they're uh, not cognitive enough mm-hmm. to really recognize it yet, or, yeah. or really put put it together, there's like there's something not quite right here. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like when you can value yourself and you can fully be your best self within yourself. You're gonna give that to your kid, and they're gonna feel it. Yeah. And I, I'm, and again, I get it. You know, like whenever people have kids, um, because I know a lot of parents um, having to put yourself above this new human being that you brought into the world. Like you're responsible for them, yeah. and it's like their their well their their wealth their health and well being is on my shoulders essentially. Because yeah. if I neglect this kid, then that's 100 on me, and I feel like that holds a heavy weight towards like people will think or parents will think it's all on them and that's Mm -hmm. nothing for me anymore yeah and I'm sure people will definitely have different views but at the end of the day like if you don't feel your best you're gonna put you're gonna scrap up something that's the bare minimum and then give that Mm -hmm. but a certain amount of time there's nothing even in the scraps anymore and you're literally putting on okay which mask can I put on for my kid today Mm -hmm. don't you want your kid to know what authentic happiness and fulfillment and purpose is knowing like i'm living not only for myself but to make this life is best for you yeah in any shape way or form and it's 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 so amazing that you said that because you know i feel like mom guilt i you hear more mom guilt than dad guilt because you know guys are typically just told to go out in the world make the money provide and so you know they don't really quote unquote they're not around the kid as much because sometimes you know Maybe the mom will kind of spend more time with them. And the dad is always like, I got to provide money, 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 money. Well, the kid is now getting distance from their dad Mm -hmm. and they're getting this uh, version of their mom that maybe, you know, isn't even their mom almost like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I know you. And I know that that you're my mother, but there's, I feel a distance. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just like with any of us, like whenever our friends are distance, we can feel that like, Hey, like you're kind of not here right now. Yeah. Your kid is going to pick that up. Mm -hmm. And so I want you to disclose to me, what are some ways that you give back to yourself that can make you that fun, goofy mom to be able to authentically give to Ethan?
1: Yeah. So I I, I kind of want to like go over this real quick before we get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to just say that, you know, when I first found out that I was pregnant, I remember people telling me like, your life is over, like you now it's like now it's about your son and that's it like i yeah and um it just ties into like everything we were talking about with um knowing that it's okay to also you know prioritize yourself Um but i remember in that moment i was like oh wow like my life is is over you know i thought mm, in yeah. that moment for a split second maybe like, they're right maybe they're right maybe my life is over maybe i can't do anything for myself anymore, that's gonna make me happy. Because growing up I knew that I was meant to do big things and I still believe that. But when I had my son at a young age, especially having him at 15, 16, it kind of like almost put a pause on all of that, you know, and I thought maybe I can't do anything big anymore. Like maybe I now I need to live for him, not for me, mm-hmm. you know? and so i was also going to say um what was i going to say
0: <laughs> we were kind of digging into you know it was like a little back sort of like you know you thought your life was over. yes
1: yes yes so um so and okay so it started in high school when i did have him my sophomore year and then um Junior year, I remember there was a dance team and I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to be a part of this dance team. But I was like, there's no way, like there's no way. Um, and I just, I felt like no one in my, obviously like I had friends and I had my best friend and stuff, but I all I felt like no one could actually relate to me because no one had kids. Yeah, I was the only one probably, there's probably one more other person that had kid a kid in my high school years. And um, I felt like no anyone could do whatever they wanted to. And I felt like I was limited.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And just to tie into what you had just asked, um, mm-hmm. what things that make me happy doing things, the things that make me happy um, that I do for myself. And it all started in high school when I decided like, I'm gonna join this dance team. Like I'm gonna try out because I should, because I need to do, you know, what makes me happy. And I'm not gonna feel bad about it. Because, you know, like I said, I had the mindset of feeling bad for doing things for myself. And so junior year, I tried out for dance team, made it, and I danced um, varsity dance team my senior year. Um, and that also kind of really just helped me feel more connected to my purpose mm-hmm. and like what I wanted to do. the vision that I had for myself, you know, as a child growing up, knowing that I was going to do something big, whether that was tell my story or just, you know, doing things that make me happy, like singing, dancing, uh, which is what I do now. Like things that make me happy for sure is taking care of my mental health for one also I did want to say, making time for yourself doesn't always have to be doing something that makes you happy, but doing something that is mentally going to help you in in whatever you're going through. So, whether that's having a whole crying session for an hour, like yeah. you know what I mean, <laughs> like having a meltdown and and being okay with that because it's life and we're human and it's hard, you know, but doing things like that for yourself too mm-hmm. you know outside of doing what makes you happy like putting yourself and your your mental health first and i think that that's something that i had to do um in order to show up as my best self so um what's going to say um
0: <laughs> honestly i i really want to i really want to tap into that real quick because that's. That was absolutely amazing what you just said, and it's like I just lost my train of thought too. <laughs> I just lost my train. But it's it's an amazing oh, and 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 that's the point I was going to get across to the importance of what she just said. Sometimes your mental health is not based on doing something to create a new feeling. Sometimes the best thing you can do for your mental health is allowing yourself to finally feel. Yeah. And I had to focus so much on saying that because I was like, my, my ADHD is on 12 right now. Same. And it's like, and that's a huge thing that like I teach within my business and it's things that I tell people all the time. Like a lot of us aren't ever really here. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are there. Yeah. And wherever that there is, people here know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, once I get this money, once I get this job, once I get this wow. relationship, once I get there, once I get this amount of uh, of whatever then, mm-hmm. and it's like, there's so much things right here. Like how often do you truly hear, see, and feel things? I'm not saying like, oh, I'm seeing an apartment complex that I like. No, like what are you actually looking at without your interpretations taking all yeah. that? Like what's in the now? Yeah. Like how often do you just stop and actually recognize your breathing? Mm-hmm. Right, something so simple as that. How often do you actually look at the road and the things around you rather than just the car in front of you trying to get from point A to point B? Yeah. Right, it's, it's the small things. Like what are you truly listening to? Mm-hmm. Right, like I know, uh, there's like been certain things to like, If you sit in a room that's completely quiet, you will still hear things. You will hear your heartbeat. You'll hear maybe a gust of wind. You'll hear something in, you know, the, the attic or something like you'll hear. And I think recognizing and acknowledging our senses can be like you know what i'm here in the moment and whatever comes comes if i gotta yeah. scream if i've got to if i gotta cry if i have to just take a step outside if i just gotta sit on the couch be a couch, uh, couch potato for 25 minutes right then that too
1: and it's fine yeah
0: and there's then there's nothing wrong with no. it because we live in a day and age where your strength is determined by how well you're good at avoiding and neglecting the things that bother you and that is something that is like you're building barriers and you're building all these triggers and so i know that you were digging into you know dancing and singing and by the way i didn't know i didn't have no idea that like you could sing until like i saw your story that like that yeah, i was like i was like oh she she's good good okay <laughs> she's you. good good um but you know I want to know so yeah as we were kind of you know digging into you know dancing was a big thing singing is also a big thing as well you know crying is a big thing as well yeah. um what were some other things or maybe even uh what are some acknowledgements or recognitions that are epiphanies if you will that you were like this actually is really good for me and i yeah. didn't even know until now
1: yeah um i would say even just you know for me i like to take some runs even if it's like. I mean, you see the lake back here, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Um, and even just like doing cardio in the mornings, like the first thing I'll, I'll do is like I'll wake up, do some cardio. Um, other things that make me, you know, happy is really just connecting with my friends, you know, people that and if you're even lucky enough to have, you know, one, two friends. Um, and I am blessed to have that. So being able to be outspoken about what you're going through and how you're feeling. And I think that that's something that has helped me in my journey too. you know, um, talking about it. Mm-hmm. And even if that's talking to God about it, if you don't have anyone like you do, like you, and maybe going to therapy, like that can be another step for you. Like talking about what you're going through is always going to help it's mm. always going to help you and i feel like that's to me like it's, it's almost like a fun thing for me to do mm-hmm. like just <laughs> to talk to someone and, and going out to dinners with my friends and just talking like i love to talk i love to um, safe. <laughs> safe. so um you know just doing things like that has helped me has has um you know just helped me and um yeah just putting myself in places where it might be uncomfortable you know and um but that's going to be fun like it's always those last minute things mm-hmm. that you know you're you're invited to and it's like oh that was fun yeah, I said I yes that. and yeah. i'm glad i did you know um just doing things like that for yourself too so
0: and you know and and there's there's so many points here Honestly, <laughs> like if this just went nonstop, this would be like a two and a half hour podcast, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, because we touch this <laughs> on everything. Um, but there's there's just so many amazing points that have been made here. And it's like, I think one of the biggest things I've recognized here is like you have a full life on your plate. You have yours, and you have another's, and then within yours, you have all these different areas, mm-hmm. right? And I think truly being able to, because at the end of the day, you had to take time to truly look at everything that was on your plate. It was like, okay, I got my son, I got my business, I got you know friends I want to you know still hang out with and talk to and nurture those. I want to be able to get on about. I want my physical health to be good. I want all these all these things to be good. And people who might who might be listening, they're just like, that's a lot of stuff right there alone. I'm like, I I'm need you to stop. Yeah. Without acknowledging anything or. Where you are right now in your life, you truly don't really know what time and energy that you truly have to give or you truly have available, mm-hmm. because as you kind of sit and you're like, I have all these things I got to do, I have all these things I want to do, but I have all these responsibilities that are keeping me from that. I re, responsibilities are excellent. However, you can always make time five, ten minutes for anything. Oh yeah, right. And I think and that's an important, an important, important thing. And you know, obviously like you've kind of found a good rhythm and routine Mm -hmm. with what you're doing with your business and with your son. I want to know what are some obstacles that you still face as far as trying your best to be, uh, as imbalanced, but balanced as possible, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I would say some of the obstacles that I face would be being able to you know, mentally, be there, like you know, with with my business. Okay, what, what am I gonna say?
0: <laughs> you got this. You got this. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm
1: trying to think.
0: No, no, I, I, I think a big thing here as well is, you know truly being able to give the right time to the business, give the right time to your son and give the right time to yourself. Like it's impossible to be, to be perfect. Yeah. And
1: And, yeah. So I would say my, yeah, my biggest obstacle would probably be, you know, being, I need to learn that it's okay to not always be okay like, like oh, you I know knew, I, knew,
0: that's where, I knew that that are going to go I was like I knew it I knew yeah
1: it. like it, it is like it's okay and and I'm not saying that every single day I show up as my best best self I don't think anyone can say that you know um but do I make the time to try and show up as my best self like absolutely you know um but I think the biggest obstacle would probably be knowing that it's okay if something is not all figured out,
0: mm, you know, I love
1: that. I love that. Um, like it, it's, it's fine. I, I think a lot of, a lot of the times, like we beat ourselves up about it. And I think that like, we just have to sit back and realize that not everything is going to be perfect and things are gonna be thrown at you. Like, oh my gosh, if I can just tell you how many times things have been thrown at me since me living here in Dallas, and, or just, I mean, my whole life, but, (laughs) but if, you know, the amount of time, I mean, I've been here for a few months, but there is so many things that have been thrown at me and I feel like it tests me every single day. And it's those moments that you, when things are thrown at you, it's those moments where, like, that's where life and everything that you try to tell yourself to mentally, like, obviously, like, not letting everything get to you Mm -hmm. and just be better at. Yeah. It's like those, those times are being tested. Like Mm -hmm. you're sitting here and saying, you know, you got to think positive, think, know that everything's going to be okay. Having that faith, it's like, okay, like, you know, you're saying this, but those are the times that are really going to test you. Mm-hmm. Like those are the times where you're going to have to sit back and and say, okay, I I need to practice what I preach, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that that has been one of the biggest obstacles for me is really just like so many things being thrown in my direction and trying to stay focused and trying to, you know, just, be okay with those things because I know that it's temporary things and I know that, you know, things will get better in time having, being able to have that faith. And I think it's, it's really just been, you know, stuff like that. Um, my, Ethan is eight years old, so he's a whole character in himself. Oh yeah, he's,
0: he's got his whole personality (laughs) built up already. Um,
1: His whole, he has a whole personality and so that's something. You know, that I, I have to be able to like, I have to be able to make him feel comfortable with who he is mm-hmm. as a person, knowing that me and him are going to be different yep. and he's not always going to agree to what, you know, I agree to obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm going to correct him if he's he wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not, you know, um, but knowing that like he is his own person too, and I want him to be whatever he wants to be in this world you know and and obviously showing him the good habits and showing mm-hmm. him you know what i what i think is you know good but i mean at the end of the day he's he is his own person mm-hmm. and he's going to do what he wants you know and i i never want to step in that in his way of doing if whatever he wants to do in life and i think that um even just that alone with being a mom it's like those times can be difficult because you want to be able to just understand your kids and know and let your kids know that they can come to you, Mm -hmm. you know, when things get hard. And I mean, as a parent, you question yourself every single day if you're doing a good job or not, you know, and it doesn't even have to be with like me going and making time for myself, like, no, like sitting here and, and, you know, asking myself, like, is are his like wants and me or his wants and needs like are they being fulfilled mm-hmm. not just mine you know and so um yeah i think that's yeah there's <laughs> and there's
0: and there's so, and there's so
1: much yeah there's, there's so much so to much. that it could be
0: four episodes oh we do back gosh. to that to back that we could touch base on and there's a huge point that you made that i've kind of put pens in like a few things here yeah. um but the big thing there is it is okay to not be okay mm-hmm. and i think one of the things that you know I, i've struggled with too you know if, if i'm not at hundred percent like oh crap i don't think i can perform at all today and one of the things i tell myself is there are going to be days where you are at like hundred percent it could be right after that uh that off day or after the weekend you could feel a hundred percent you could feel on top of the world right even when you're at 60 50 40 percent 30 percent you can still do your best just try your best to yeah. give a hundred percent of that 30 give a hundred percent of that 40 100 percent of that 50 so that way you know that you at least intended mm-hmm. to put things together where you could alleviate things where they could and then just let other things be what they were mm-hmm. right and then just make sure to uh, essentially just reassure yourself that it's one of those mm-hmm. days but you know what I'm gonna go to sleep, sun's gonna come up in the morning and brand new day. it's a yeah. brand new day, and we're gonna start it however we choose to on like mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah. All right. And that and that's a huge thing that a huge thing that I like telling people is doing things on purpose with purpose. And so um, it was an excellent point that I like I had I had to be able to like put that like gem in there because it's like a lot of people struggle with not being okay, mm-hmm. knowing that at times we're not okay. Yeah. And obviously we, we live in a day and age where it's like, hey. Convince yourself that you're okay, mm-hmm. and then you're okay. Yeah. And it's like, mm, no. no, you're teaching yourself how to be better persuasive towards the bad direction of your well-being. Yeah. And so it's like, mm. sometimes yeah. I just want to like. Reach my hand through the screen and, like strangle people that like say stuff <laughs> like that. And I was like, no, there's more to this. <laughs> so, you know, honestly, there's definitely room here for so much more conversation. And, you know, if you guys do want a part two, if you guys want us to dig into anything specific with Brianna's story and just kind of how she goes about her life, you know, at the end of the day, like she is unique in her own manner, just like all of us are. And we all live our lives very differently. And this is just pieces of her story. Um, and so we're about to wrap up here, but I want to end it off with this one thing. And you can ramble on as much as as you desire Uh, but what is one thing that you want to tell to anybody and everybody that you know parents or not or just people struggling with giving back to themselves what is something that you would tell them
1: yes so anyone who is you know i am going to say first i'll say anyone who is a parent um who is dealing with you know struggling with putting time for themselves You know, I just want to say being a parent in itself is, is, is it's tough and you are strong. Like you are a strong person for even being a parent, you know, and just know that you are doing everything that you can and you are doing amazing and it's okay to put yourself first and it's okay to, you know, do what makes you happy and take care of yourself And that doesn't define you, who you are as a, as a parent. It doesn't define, it doesn't mean that you're doing a bad job as a parent, you know, and just anyone who is listening in general, um, just knowing that the sky is the limit. Like you can do anything that you set your mind to. And I truly believe that. And like you said, you do do things on purpose with purpose. Like, I love that. Like, I don't think I've ever (laughs) heard that, but I love that because we get to choose and decide what we want to do with our lives and what we want to do the next day or whatever it is. We decide that. And so the moment that, you know, you just, you go for it, whether that works out or not, like, it's okay because you experience, you know, you experience it. And I know this is kind of a whole other topic, I'm sorry. <laughs> no,
0: no, you're good. No, you're good. This all ties in. It's all
1: but um, you know, just I lost my turn of thought.
0: <laughs> you just, are all good. Saying? You're yeah, all everything.
1: good. What was I
0: you were, you were just kind of expressing, um, you know, anybody like in general, you know, it's okay, like the sky's the limit, like experience, anything, any step taken, whether it's out of faith or whether it's out of confidence and it does not work out, it's still experience and you're yeah. still learning something about
1: yourself. Yes, you are.
0: Yeah. and so uh we are going to go ahead and cut this uh conversation here we may pick up for a second episode if you guys would want one of those uh because i know like there's a lot of things we could touch base on here and it would have been a very long episode yes. uh but we will continue this next time uh i appreciate everybody here for watching i will see you in the next one and yeah if you guys want any more from brianna montez we will definitely get that going yes
1: let, let us know all
0: right i'll catch you guys in the next one <laughs>